podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, yeah. quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Fatback Four Daily for this Friday night. Uh, the night before, Liverpool travelled to Crystal Palace to play them in the Premier League, 3pm tomorrow. I am your host, Gav, as always, and this show is brought to you by Paddy Power. It's a bookies, a website, and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly. And if you do so, look, go and try Paddy Power. Odds on Liverpool, specials on Liverpool, specials on football, all sorts of sports. Even I think I'm a celebrity is in there as well. So um, it covers everyone's needs. Tonight, yeah, we're going to do a little, um, I suppose, a proper preview. Because we've tried to preview this game for the last two or three nights. And it's just ended up being farcical. We, we've talked about jam sandwiches. We've talked about um, all, all sorts of madness has gone on this week and we've literally just bypassed the football and slagged off Josie Mourinho for the majority of the time as well. But look, tonight uh, with me is Harvey, who is a Crystal Palace fan, and Barry, um, who is a regular listener. But Harvey, come to you first. You're very, very welcome. Hello, mate. You okay? Yeah, good, thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem at all, no problem at all. I'm going to stick with you, Harvey, and just going into this game, I just want your initial thoughts. Is there any confidence there? Are you nervous? Are you? Do you feel uh, Palace can do something, or is it just one of those where you think, try our best and hopefully come out of it with something? Yeah, I think you've nailed it there. Try our best, hope you get something, to be honest. I mean, um, it. I, I've done. I've said in previews that I've done to this leading up to this game that I think it's always been a fixture in the past, especially at Sellers Park. They've been very closely fought games. I don't think it's necessarily been um, a dominant display from Liverpool on any certain occasion. They've been, always been quite close games, quite, um, as I said, closely fought fixtures. Um, that being said, I do think the way Liverpool are playing right now is just uh, they look unstoppable at the moment. Um, I do think at some point you guys will lose, but I don't feel it will be in this fixture. I do think that you will get the win and probably edge a result. But as I said, I think because of how close these fixtures have been in previous seasons, I can definitely see us causing you problems at times. But I, I'm not too confident in us um, really challenging your your goal, not just because of your defence, but because we we just don't score goals. That's it's always been it's been a problem for us for a couple of seasons now. Um, so as um, as much as I'm looking forward to the game, and I do think that it'll be uh, it will be quite an entertaining game. I'm not very confident of a result. It should be quite comfortable for Liverpool, in my opinion. But you never know. 
Okay. Well, listen. Um, you never know that people in the chat room may talk you out with that because there has a few been a few people feeling that you know it it could be a little banana skin for Liverpool. But we we'll we'll see as we go on. Barry, um, are you confident, my man? Because I I get the feeling your confidence is growing week on week. Is that is that how are we still at that stage of the game with you? Well, my confidence was at absolute peak levels the the last time we played, and rightfully so. But this is literally the uh, worst away that uh, I fear every single season. Season in, season out. I hate going to Crystal Palace because, <laughs> for God's sake, that stand, that stand way over to the left-hand side, they're the noisiest bunch I've ever experienced in my life. Fair play to you. These are great. But Jesus Christ, <laughs> it fairly rattles our boys. And you're, you're spot on, Harvey. This has been... A really tight fixture. The last couple of times we need, we've needed help. We've needed help from, uh, you know, goalkeeping errors, dodgy penalties, uh, dodgy red cards. Uh, you know, it's 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 been a tight one uh, for the last couple of years. So I expect nothing less. And and we're we're going to be going into it weaker than we we would like. I would say. Okay, there's loads of comments coming in here. Um, Chris Brack says Sadio Mane versus Martin Kelly could be a battle. Um, does Harvey know if uh, Zaha is fit? Is a question. And Dicko asks, "Good evening." Just says, "Good evening, lads." Um, Chris Brack says, "None of this banana skin talk. Uh, grow some balls and believe in Klopp and the squad." No, listen, it's not me. It's not me, Chris. Um, it's other people that I won't name. Uh, random question: Tickled to death or spend an hour in Roy Hodgson's company? Um, <laughs> we'll get back to that in a minute as well uh, Stephen Max says no chance of a banana skin 4-1 away 4-1 um, uh, Palace away is, is a myth says he says him uh, Kevo Sullivan says Palace can be stubborn playing 4 centre backs 5 across midfield and OU up front uh, Klopp has never lost a Palace as Chris Brack but um, ju- I'd definitely be tickled to death and anyway just just uh, so let you know instead of spending any time in Roy <laughs> Hodgson's uh, company give me a bit of time Roy I'll take some time Roy would you take some yeah, time Roy he's, yeah. like a, he's like everyone it's like a granddad he's, it's like, he's a lovely Cultured, guy man <laughs> Yeah, if he was my granddad, I'd start the force proceedings. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, um, but look, just 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 on the Palace form, Harvey. You know, the season started off not too bad. At one stage, I looked and they were, I think, they're about fifth in the table. I think yep. they're about twelfth now. The, I think the last time I looked, they were about twelfth. But I just did three defeats and four. Having said that, they did play Chelsea, City, Arsenal, and Leicester. Um, in Sticky those four, Palace. which is it's fair enough. You know what I mean? Um, four wins, three draws, five defeats. They've scored ten. They've conceded sixteen. AU was the top scorer with four goals that is not off the top of my head I wrote that down beforehand um, <laughs> and Joe Ward and M- M- Mamadou Saku look like they're injured and will be out of the game but just overall this season how do you, do you feel Palace have progressed from last season can you see is Hodgson progressing them or is it just the same old season where it's uh, peaks and troughs yeah, and then no, you I, just level off a 14th yeah no no I definitely think we've started this season a lot better than we have in previous seasons. It's been a big problem for us really is um starting seasons well. We always seem to start very slowly. We're on the back foot and in a relegation battle up to around uh, new year and then we have a very good second half of the season. Um so it's it's quite a nice change to start the season well, get points on the board early and then in this like you said this 
tricky run of uh, fixtures we've just we've just been on uh, this this game included. Um, there's less pressure on us, obviously, to get points and get results um, because we've got points on the board already. Um, I do think the um, addition of Cahill in the summer has been absolutely massive for the re- for the start of the season we've had. Um, I think he's really a leadership and composure to the defence that we've been missing especially at home um, and it, it's seen our home form turn around as well um, you know yes we have got a good atmosphere at Sellers Park but it hasn't really you know ended up giving us leading leading to results um, at home so to see us getting even even though they're like one nil wins and not very high score lines to grind out these wins at home is very important for us um so his introduction to the back line has been massive i'm still shocked that no one snapped him up in the summer really not a, a bigger club um so i think the start of this season has been brilliant um, we're obviously in a tr- tricky run at the moment, but we've got a nice run of fixtures after Liverpool. So um, a good chance to get points on the board there. And as I said, it gives this is kind of like a free swing at the back, really, with um, a, it, this game tomorrow. Um, so it, in all set, it, you know, all the pressure is on Liverpool going into this. Um, so that can play into our hands. Um, just to touch on that injury news you mentioned, Roy Hodgson did say today in his press conference that we have no um, injuries um, to speak of, which was a great, was a bit of a shock because I thought Joel Ward would have missed out through injury, mm-hmm. and Zahar was touch and go as well. So that's big news. Okay, so the, no, because early on in the week I did hear that Joel Ward would miss the game and Saka would miss the game. I think it's a great point you've made on. Um, on you know the sign of uh, his name's gone completely on my head now Gary Cahill, yeah, yeah sorry sorry Gary Cahill uh, I think it's a I think it's a brilliant point he has come in and I could be way off the mark here but I got the feeling last year that Palace seemed to change their centre half partners a lot during the season due, yeah, due, due, due to injury and stuff like that yeah, um, yeah so for him to come in and be so solid I think has been a brilliant signing for them but look it's, it's a massive boost for Palace if Joe Ward does play or if Sacco is fit and Zaha is fine it's a massive you know if it's a clean bit of health for them it's it's a massive yeah. thing it is a massive thing for them going into this game Barry we go away and people are asking here on, on the on the chat you know is there an update on Robertson is there an update on Salah the last I've seen Salah has travelled um, you know I've seen that Robertson did take part in training but the club did come out and say it was in the non-contact part of the training session so they've both travelled but we go into this one Barry and I know you've spoken about Crystal Palace Selhurst Park the, the atmosphere what, what we've needed in the past but when we're going into this one what way do you see us approaching it because I always worry that Liverpool will go in have a look at the other team, see what they have, and then find the hard to click through the gears and, and, and put their stamp on, on games. Now, they have come away from Villa after being, you know, fairly dominant, but not at their best. United away was, was another thing, another game where I felt the same, where we just seemed to get caught at a certain level and couldn't dig our way out of it. What way do you see us approaching this one? Well, um, unlike at Old Trafford, um where, yeah, I, th- I think we were just genuinely bad. I think tomorrow we, we do spend our time working out Palace. We we go solid and compact initially. Um, the typical slow, lacklustre start from, you know, usual Anfield performances. But, you know, try and bring the, uh, bring the attacking side of it into it gradually. Uh, as you gradually open up, you know, and you, and you find your, your roots in, into Palace's defence. So, um, yeah, like, we, we, we had no Salah 
at Old Trafford, which wasn't ideal. And and and, and again, I, I don't think you'll see him tomorrow. So we've we've that to deal with. How do you juggle that? Do you throw in Origi? Do, do you try and fabricate a, a three? We've seen that that doesn't re- it doesn't really work that well. You can try and you know bolt in an Origi for like a Manny. It works up to a point, but if you you, you put in an Origi for a Salah, I'm not sure that works at all. Well, you're, you're probably changing two positions there because if you go with Origi and say you put him down the left hand side, you're having to move Manny to the right. I think he's way more effective down the left. Although, listen, I I think any of the forward positions and you put Manny in there and he's going to be one of the best in the league. It's just the quality of player he is. But people are saying here that they don't feel Robertson will be risked. Uh, one person said, Ant says, on the training video, I did see Robbo slightly limping. But they've both been... They've both been brought with the squad, you know, so we'll have to, we'll have to wait and see. But, but staying with you, Barry... You know, we we get onto team predictions later on. Do, do do you worry at all? No, I don't personally. But do you worry at all if we have to go in with say a Milner? I'll give you two players. We go with Milner at left back, and we do go with Origi up front in a front three. Are you going into the game any less confident, or you know, is there does the scale of worry go up because of these players, or do you just feel no? This is how you use the squad. This when you need to use it, this is what you do, and this is part and parcel of trying to win a league title. Well, I, I think I have said it before. Every game is different, and I can't say that I've, you know, I've carried the same amount of confidence into this game that I had for the last one. It's just a whole different uh, set of circumstances, and we're we're probably going to find it difficult. Um, history showed that as well. So, uh, yeah, my 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 confidence in this one it's 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 not it's not as high as it could be. So like I, I am, I'm I'm more nervous about this one. Like you know, it's it's in terms of like it's the same as when we went, when we went to Villa. We we deliberately left out Fabinho. So he went with Alana in a kind of critical critical position. So a Milner in at a critical position at left back. It's it's really really it's it's productivity is going to be, is going to drop drastically, and that's no slight on Milner. Milner's. Uh, a great servant, and he's and he's he's absolutely brilliant when when he is called upon. But to have to, have to withstand ninety minutes of probably uh, a Wolverine Zaha, it's going to be a big ask, and it's going to take a, a massive performance. And um, I, I love Divock Origi, but he's he's no Mohamed Salah. So. Yeah, I sense I sent you are a little bit. There's a bit of trepidation there in your voice when you speak about this. But Harvey, you know, we're talking there about what we need to do because of injuries and you know, left back and, and probably yeah. one of our attackers. When it comes to Palace, and you're looking towards this game tomorrow, what do you see Palace? Where do you see them trying to? I suppose pick holes at Liverpool. Where? What is? Is their approach to sit back and try hit on the break with Zaha AU? You know what? What do you what? What do you feel their best way forward is in this game? Uh, well, uh, it's very hard to to say how we pick apart one of the best defenses in Europe. You know, on their day, um, <laughs> I think that definitely the way we'll approach the game is to make it a really boring 
a boring game really try and frustrate Liverpool to be honest it's the only way we know how to play I don't I've not seen us tactically change up too often under Roy Hodgson um, especially against the bigger teams um, I, we will sit we will go 4-5-1 in my opinion sit with three centre midfielders deep um, t- really narrow tight try and close up the spaces in between the midfield and defence um, and as I say try and frustrate Liverpool and the, the only way we get anything out of this game is if we're clinical on the break um, which as I mentioned previously the you know we've not been clinical up front at all the last couple of seasons our goal scoring record is pretty pretty shambolic to be honest um and um it's, we've got to have a game where all the players have at least a, an eight or nine out of ten performance if we're going to get anything and if i'm if you have to pick an area in liverpool's team at the moment it would be that left back region if robertson isn't going to play which is looking fairly likely at the moment um you've got to try and target that area get wilf on that side and um, try and try and whoever's playing there, try and just get him in a one-on-one scenario. Because you know, any any way that you can unsettle that back four, you've got to try and, and make the most of it. And uh, so, any changes in that back four, you've got to try and target it. In my opinion, yeah, absolutely. I, I will ask one question on Zaha. Though. You know, he is a threat. I, I look, he is a threat. No matter what, he, he's probably on his days. He's, he's definitely Crystal Palace's biggest threat. What's he like going the other way, Harvey? Because Liverpool's average position for their full-backs is probably about 10 yards inside the opposition's half. And yeah. they like to get forward, and they do it relentlessly. What's he like going the other way? Um, well, he's actually very, very much better than he used to be, in my opinion. I okay. think under Roy Hodgson, for sure, you've seen a change in not just the amount he puts into games, um, but also just his discipline as well. I think that when he loses the ball, he used to especially in his younger days when he first broke broke into the team and uh you know in the championship you used to see him uh either getting a strop which at times he still does now um but he, he would probably just stand there sulk and would, would walk walk back etc um but now especially last couple of seasons as i said under roy hodgson he's uh running back helping out defense and Probably the main reason for that is the way that Roy likes to set up, the way he likes to play. Andrews Townsend's the same on the other side. He, he's full of energy, going backwards and forwards. And Zahar's done that now, and he, it's almost part of his natural game now. It's with you know an in, instinct for him. If he loses the ball, he tracks back, which is great to see. Um, defensively, he's not. I'm not saying he's very good defensively at all, but he's, he comes back and helps out in numbers, which is what you've got to do, really. And, what you need, you need the whole team to put in a shift, especially against Liverpool, especially against uh, any side in the top six, um, if you're a side like Palace. So it's great to see. Uh, as I said, though, it's obviously going to be more important how clinical he is at the other end of the pitch. Yeah, Stephen Mack, a regular listener and viewer, Stephen Mack is having a breakdown. Um, he says, they'll sit back and <laughs> hope, all, they'll sit back and hope, Gav, because uh, we are the dog's bollocks. Uh, he also said, he follows it up with, we, all you lads are way overthinking this game. I'll just knock us off, mate, and we all go home. And, um, I'll, Don't I'll worry, check, Crash, check, it's coming. I'll check in at 10 to 5 <laughs> tomorrow and see what the score was. Uh, Chris Brack says, Gav, don't forget to ask uh, the guest the building jump question. I absolutely won't. Don't worry about it. Uh, Kev Sullivan says, I love how almost every away fan is only hoping to get something and not get battered. Harvey, staying with you for a minute, and uh, this is probably a little bit of an unfair question, but what do you fear from Liverpool? Uh, well, um, because it's in, and, and I'm not, I'm not, that's not a loaded question. I, I always am interested in what other fans genuinely think of Liverpool when they come up to play them. That That's, it's a genuine I, question. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think the, uh, 
you've got something very unique with your full backs. Obviously, Robertson, as we said, touch and go whether he's playing, probably not. But with Robertson and Alexander-Arnold, it's just so unique to have two players who are your key, well, in terms of uh, ball-playing um, uh, full-backs, in terms of the assists and the creativity they, they create. It's so unique. Um, and I think it's such a threat because it's very hard to defend against, I think, when you've got two players who are incredible crosses of the ball joining the attacks um, with that front three. Um, it's very hard, as I said, to play against, and it's especially from set pieces. You know, you're not necessarily... You've got some, obviously, some physical players in there, Fabinho and, of course, um, uh, Van Dijk, uh, two that stand out for me. Um, but from set pieces, that whipped-in ball across the face of goal, it causes defensive problems all the time, and that's why I fear against, to be honest. I think aerial balls it's it's unlikely I think it's very likely that we'll be able to deal with that in my honest opinion I think we're very good in the air Um, but it's those balls in behind those kind of whipped in uh, balls across the face of goal that I worry about to be honest Uh, and it, it you know Every time, last few seasons, I've seen that happen a couple of times where, you know, you give those sort of players any any room to work with and they'll find a gap, they'll find that space and it doesn't matter necessarily how, how hard you try to close up the, the space and try and, you know, press. Um, they will find those little pockets to play in and um, that's what Liverpool is so good at, especially in, well, in my experience of watching you guys play us. Okay, uh, very fair assessment, I think. Barry, um We've gone over Palace. The pro- 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money. Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Pros and cons, you know, what they, what they have there. And Harvey's touched on what he fears from Liverpool when he looks at this Palace side. But what do you want to see us do? Where, where, what's our way home here tomorrow? You know, if for argument's sake, there's no Salah and we don't have that attacking impetus of, of Robertson down the left. We probably have to go for Milner, who can attack, but makes the doesn't make the pitches wide. Irigi, I, I love him as an impact sub, so maybe starting. A lot of people are calling for Keita. You know, they're saying, you know, would, would Keita probably get in and play in the front three? Northred has us down for a 3-0 win. Um, he also wants Gomez to play. Mark is asking if that's green tea I'm drinking. It's absolutely not. Um, that's only for vegans. Um, but, Barry, when you look at this tomorrow, and I know I've, I've spoken to you and said, well, what way do we approach it? But, what do you really want to see us do? When you look at this Palace side, what, where do you see, you know, they're going to be solid and stuff like that, but where do you see the areas where we can go, we can definitely get at this person, we can definitely get at that person. And all right, high balls into the box probably aren't going to work, so what way do we walk around it? Uh, I think we just engage uh, Dutch Wijnaldum and he just scores all the goals and that's us, job done. <laughs> okay, so you just want us to play like Liverpool play, job done and walk away. No, no. Uh, uh, legitimately, I, I think uh, if if Palace play Van Anholt, just play on that side. Get Trent at him. Get Origi at him. Percent. Uh, that's that's my approach. So you're looking to get down the sides and get them balls in that that uh, Harvey's talking about there. Precisely. Uh, <laughs> you, you might as well you may as well deliver what they're going to expect. I mean, we're we're good at it. So. I mean, I mean, use it, and 
Uh, I, I like the idea of you know Milner joining in with the attack, getting high up the pitch, cutting balls back. We've 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 found success with that before. So yeah. Okay, well, you're you're fluctuating between mad worried to just torn up lads and win, um, I know. which is which is crazy, and I think it might be the drink you're drinking tonight. Um, so that might be affecting you. Compliments, Harvey. The question for everybody that comes on this show, guests, um, friend, foe, whoever comes on, they get this question. So, here's the scenario: New York, fifty stories high, flat roof. Okay, and come on, Harvey. You have, you have. <laughs> You have two buildings, basically, both 50 stories high. You're standing on one. They both have flat roofs, and you have 11 miles of wind behind you. I want you to tell me how far you feel you could jump as a gap between those two buildings. 11 miles now, one strong now, Harvey. Interesting, interesting. I, I'm, I'm, I like to say I'm okay with heights, to be honest, but you never know in that scenario. If you, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. What, this is um, what every individual forgets it's life or death scenario yeah exactly um, put, put the human element into it and you're saying how far could you 11 miles an hour life? yeah 11 miles 11 miles an hour wind behind you you're jumping as barry says to save your life you know so i don't know there's people behind you sports fans or something um, i could jump to save my life but you're getting you're probably getting i'm going to give you say a 60 70 yard run with 11 miles an hour behind you. All right. Decent run up. Mm. Um, I'll go three meters. Oh, I love it. Nine feet. Yeah. Oh, do you I know what? Harvey, you, you'll, do that yeah, you'll, you'll be asked back. Um, you'll be invited back. You know, I've had, <laughs> I've had people say three feet. I've There's... had people say three and a half feet, four feet. You yeah. know, it's just... Um, it's... No, we'll give it some. You gotta... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Three meters. I'm, I'm delighted with that. Brady, are you delighted with that? I'll take it. I'll take it. It's not quite Trev Downey standards, but, but I'll Trev take Downey it. was 8.95 meters because he looked up the world record for the long jump and found it was 8.96. Yeah, <laughs> so, love that. It's, it's certainly better than Kevin Sullivan, anyway. That's for <laughs> Kevin Sullivan went for about three feet, didn't he? Uh, so yeah, now nine feet. I'll, I'll absolutely accept that. I'll absolutely accept it. Um, Good man, Harvey. We have about five ten minutes left, so if anybody has any more random questions to throw in there. Um, Absolutely, uh, throw them in and stuff like that. Uh, Avo says, Gav, did you, yeah, go did, on. Did you see uh, you see his video on Twitter today? I haven't, but do, should I? Oh, you haven't. Oh man, we have a we have a real um, uh, musician on our hands. Oh, yeah, Yossi's brilliant. Yossi's brilliant. Um, if you go on to if you go on to Twitter and find Yossi, uh, he's constantly playing his guitar. I think he's actually taking lessons. He's learning new songs. Yossi is brilliant on it. Somebody, Yossi's like the finished Jamie Webster. That's exactly what he is. Uh, I think Jamie Webster um, more or less fashions himself on Yossi. But <laughs> somebody else says there, isn't it great to see Anton Deck back on form? You know what? Um, I'm not a big fan of I'm a Celebrity. I watched it last night and... My wife and my seven-year-old daughter both agreed that um, they should get rid of the other fella, uh, Ant, um, send them back really? to wherever he came from and put Holly Willoughby back in because she was excellent. So They're, um, they're kind of overdoing the fact that it's the two of them again. Yeah, so uh, Holly no. Willoughby was much better, apparently. So uh, Steve, <laughs> Stephen Max says, after a 70-yard run, most fellas will be wrecked. Yeah, you, yeah, they probably are. Um, Traz says, That's are Spurs fans known for chasing people off tall buildings? No, they aren't. I was just trying to motivate Harvey into thinking he's being chased by a lot of Spurs fans just to make him jump that <laughs> little bit further. N- so. Nowadays, nowadays they are. They, they scream, get away from my cock. 
<laughs> okay. Mark asks, what did Grizz boast for his jump? I, I don't think I've ever asked Grizz. I must ask him. He's away on holiday at the moment. He's having a lovely time. And um, he's, he's, he, I think he's in Jerusalem. <laughs> um, I think he's in Jerusalem or somewhere over that region. And he's, he's <laughs> one fella on Twitter that like, literally went absolutely like, crazy on Grizz because he had the audacity to go to Israel which is just inc- insane but um, look it's just one of those things I, I, again I'm not getting into it look we literally have five minutes later and um, if five minutes later it's not later five minutes later. left and um, <laughs> if you have any random questions throw them in there absolutely get them in now this is your chance you have five minutes throw them in so lads back to the game sorry for all that madness but listen these questions <laughs> have to be asked Harvey I want you to give me a Palace lineup, and I want you to give me a score prediction, please. Brilliant. Well, I, for for once, I've been able. To, I haven't been able to do this for men, quite a few seasons now. It's quite easy to predict which lineup Roy is going to put out. Okay. Um, so, Guaita in goal, who, in my opinion, is one of the best keepers outside the top six. I think he's he's very underrated. Um, a fantastic keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, back four of Joel Ward, uh, Tom. Tomkins or Ke- Kelly, I think it's a it's a toss up between the two at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Saka will um, necessarily start, even though he's back to fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Gary Cahill and Tomkins or Kelly, Van um, Arnold left back, and then it'd be a flat f- uh, five midfield. Zahar and Townsend out wide, and then you'd have uh, Luka Milivojevic captain in the middle. Um, obviously, if there's a penalty, you'd expect him to score it um, mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, MacArthur, Kiate alongside him in the midfield. They've both been brilliant box-to-box mm-hmm. uh, midfielders this season. And Ayu on his own up top. So hopefully we get men in and around Ayu because he's done a lot of work this season. He's been brilliant in that lone role up front. Need bodies in and around him, though, especially against the uh, size like Liverpool if you're going to get anything out of the game. So that'll probably be the lineup. Um, score prediction. I'm sticking with the score prediction I did in my preview, which is two one Liverpool. I can see it being a close game, but I can't see us outscoring you, to be honest. Okay, it's so it's it's going to go with form, uh, both in yeah. terms of league position and the way that game has gone over the last couple of years as well. In your opinion, yeah, yeah that's that's absolutely fair, Barry. Um, you're going to have to look into a crystal ball here and decide on Robertson and decide on Salah, and then pick me aside and give me a, a score prediction too. Uh, if uh, they're anywhere near kicking a ball, yeah, they both start. So uh, that's 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 uh, working that reality. So okay, Alison, I strongly disagree. But go on. Okay, okay, Gav, you're, you're it's your show. No, no, it's yours as well. Go. <laughs> Love it, <laughs> uh, Alison, uh, Trent. Trent could be tired. I'm worried about Trent. Trent could have a, a, a dodgy one tomorrow, but never mind. Um, oh, <laughs> Lovren, Virgil, and yeah, Robertson, please. Please, God. Give him an adrenaline shot. Okay. Make, make him jump off a building. <laughs> okay, what are you doing in midfield? Uh, um, I, I don't know if I'm going standard. I think you need to switch it up today. Uh, I think... Uh, I think you drop Henderson. I think you play Ox. Mm-hmm. So uh, Fabinho, Ox, and Wijnaldum. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm leaving out Mo Salah. Uh, I'm going Origi, Firmino, and, and Manny. And I'm just going to tell him to act like Egypt. Just pop up anywhere on the pitch. <laughs> don't don't keep a static position. Okay. Divock, if, if you want to go play 
left back for a while away go. Okay. All I right. agree with that. Okay, so what what's your score prediction? Uh three nil. Three nil. Okay. Very good. Uh, 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 let me see. Abo says he he would try to do Tenfi, but he reckons that he will be testing his face off a window on about the thirtieth floor, which is very honest of him. So uh, <laughs> that's with regards to the, the loads of people going on about the jump, the jump tonight. Um, Yossi says my lo- my long jump record is five meters fifty centimeters. Um, ho- however, a month ago I could only manage four meters seventy centimeters during a PE lesson. Four me, four meters seventy centimeters. Jeez, like, Yossi can do it all. It's fourteen Yossi feet. Yossi can let you do it all. Fourteen feet. Yossi. Bloody hell. Yo, yeah, Yossi. Yossi have, you, have you tried uh, testing your Formula One abilities? No, have I? No, no, you, no, 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 no. The, the Finnish Superman. Oh no, I don't know. Listen, he, he's jumping very far distances and he's playing a guitar. That's enough. Um, leave him alone. <laughs> Um, <laughs> let me see uh, Stephen Max says Barry's on that northern sauce I don't know whether that's just he's presuming you're drunk or whether he just feels that your team is absolutely insane um, Yussi says he's afraid of heights so he'd probably freeze uh, you wouldn't Yussi I think you'd get through it man I think you get through it for me um, I'm confident enough going into this I do feel that although Robertson travelled and Salah have travelled I don't think he play um, I think we've Napoli during the week. I think this is a game that we can get through and look to Napoli because Napoli is key in one, topping the group in the Champions League and two, making it the last game of dead rubber, which gives us a break in what's going to be an absolutely hectic um, December. So that, uh, That's it, Kev. There, there is no joking around now. We have to really literally start using the squad. That's why the mentions of Shakiri started popping up now in the press conference. And Yeah, but Shakiri's been out for a long time and... You know, he's only back in training. I can't see him being anywhere near the squad. So, for me, it's going to be Allison. I think it'll be Trent, Lovren, Van Dijk, Milner. I think it'll be Fabinho, Henderson, Wijnaldum again. And I think, I have, an, I have a feeling that maybe Keita, Mane, Salah. And the reason being, if Salah doesn't make it back for Wednesday night, he could throw a Rigi in there and play on Wednesday night. So he might he might do something along with with Keita. I'm going with three one. I'm sticking with three one. I said it earlier on the week, and I, I, nothing's really changed my mind on that. Um, I have to contest that one. I don't think Origi played a lot of ball over the international break, whereas Keita went away to play with Guinea. Mm. So yeah, maybe you know, so. if you're if you're, leave, if you're leaving one man fresh for Napoli, it's it's probably going to be Naby. Maybe so. Absolutely. Maybe so. Um, Kevin Sullivan says you just know Lalan is going to play and people's it will wreck people's heads. Um, it may happen. It absolutely may happen. Well, you know I'd love that, Kev. Uh, I'm a big Lalana number six supporter. Yeah, you are a big Lalana playing in the six support. You really are. Um, there was it one, worked it, Villa. There was one. <laughs> there was one question there come in and it said, "Was there a music album that you bought when you were younger?" And yeah, I have one. you're absolutely. Um, you know. Really, oh, yeah. really embarrassed at the fact that you that you did it. So, what, Barry, have you got one? Oh yeah. What is uh, it? Five, five, and oh, their God. self-titled album. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be tough to beat that. Harvey, have you ever bought a music album when you were younger and now are absolutely distraught at the fact that you did buy it? Yeah. Well, I, I can't remember the name of the album, but it was a McFly album. Okay. <laughs> Not as bad as five. McFly. To be honest, they were they were the, the 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 band to you know they were the band of the of the, the that time you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did it have "It's All About You" on it? 
Yes, yes, it did. I can't believe I still remember that, to be honest. I, I definitely don't have it anymore before people ask the chat. <laughs> uh, Stephen. Yeah, yeah uh, so, that, that was uh, McFloy and uh, McFloy and Foyev. Interesting. Stephen says he bought Wham. Um, mm, yeah, oh, that's not embarrassing. That's not, right. It's not too bad. Yeah, like all you can do is say, "Oh, well, I bought it for last Christmas," and you, you'll get away with it. Uh, Goy Goy asks, do we expect Man City to win on Saturday evening? That's against Chelsea. Harvey, you're being um, very neutral on this one. So what do you you see on Man City and Chelsea? Uh, I think it's at the Etihad, isn't it? So Mm. I I think that they will get through that one. But Mm. I think Chelsea, the run of form they're on, because we've just played Chelsea, of course. Mm. They're they're a really tough team. Um, They're playing some fantastic stuff at the moment. Really impressed with the way Frank Lampard's got them playing. Um, especially those youngsters like Tammy Abraham, Mason Mount, how they're playing. Um, I didn't think they'd be anywhere near the level at this point in their careers to, to play for Chelsea, but they're doing a fantastic job. So with with City's defence right now, you, you never know. Um, I think it's a case of can City just outscore them. I do think at home they will, but I would not be surprised if Chelsea got something there. I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. I think Man City are going to batter Chelsea on Saturday evening. <laughs> I genuinely do. I think it's it's an absolute model for something like a six-two. Um, oh, lump, lump on. <laughs> yeah, lump no, on. I really do. I just think City are so stung by what happened at Anfield two weeks ago. Mm. You know, if they're looking then and they, do you know something? I think if Liverpool win, there's more chance of of Chelsea getting a result. If Liverpool were to say draw or lose against Palace, I think City will come out and absolutely go absolutely mad at Chelsea. And yeah, as the goal difference. You know, it's it's just one of those. Yeah. Um, Kevin Sullivan sees lots of goals in that one. Uh, Ajax got four against Chelsea. The rat, the red cards, master poor performance. Chelsea to take points off City three three. So Stephen, oh, no. Stephen, Chris Mark is, is just, worried about Leicester. Yeah, Mark. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, Mark says Bewitched he bought the album by Bewitched Bewitched being an Irish girl band from probably I'm going to say the late 90s um, not going to lie that went straight over my head yeah no <laughs> it's you'd have to go you'd have to go and if you type in B um, and then you look like an asterisk Witched and you, you'll find their stuff. And um, don't, don't waste your time, Harvey. It's horrific. Chris Brax says, "Gav, you're not sticking <laughs> to the script." Um, I didn't know there was a script, Chris. I apologise. I, I did, but I do know Chris is now head of um, production on this show, so I will get um, my <laughs> knuckles wrapped when this is over. Um, Mark is the winner, says Chris. Yeah, he absolutely is. We're bewitched. We're not going any further <laughs> than that. If City lose against Chelsea, I think Pep will be jumping off a fifty-story building, says Traz. Um, I don't think you go that far, but listen. If, Hopefully he can jump far. If he, if he, <laughs> listen. If if they were to draw, if they were to draw against Chelsea and Brighton could do something against Leicester, I think it'd be an absolutely um, brilliant, brilliant uh, weekend for Liverpool, lads. It's been an absolute pleasure, and um, we have to go. That's thirty-seven minutes. Harvey, it's been a pleasure. Thanks a million, and we'll have you on again, no doubt. Thank you so much, guys. Really enjoyed it. Good, good, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad it wasn't too intimidating. And I apologise yeah, for head of production, Chris, giving out just towards the end. It was such a good atmosphere until Chris um, decided to put his um, managerial <laughs> foot down. Barry, 
Um, thanks a million, man. You get through that gank flu and make sure you're better for next week, won't you? Oh, thank you very much, Cav. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Harvey. Nice, nice talking to you. Nice to meet you too, mate. Thanks. Good stuff. Guy says, uh, last question: Are you guys going to watch the River Play final on Saturday? We might end up playing them in the oh, yeah. World Cup. That's on BBC Big on Flamengo Saturday. Fan. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. I'm down. Oh, listen, is it is it a one-off final or is it? It two is now, one-off. yeah. Off what happened last season, it's one-off now. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, I might watch it. I might sit down and watch it. Sure, why not? It's a, of, it's a bit of football on telly on a Saturday night. Why not, lads? That's definitely it. We're out of here. Um, that's been the Fatback Four Daily. Just to let people know, I will be back tomorrow at about half past five for immediate reaction to the game at Selhurst Park. The Fatback Four will be back on. Sunday evening, half past seven, we start that one. That will be live only on YouTube, only on YouTube, just to let people know. And head of production, Chris, will be part of that show, so he'd be keeping a strict, um, <laughs> he'd, be, he'd be very strict on time and production man, values. That's it. We're out of here. Over now. So I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.